is Danger Close USA, angry American, pissed off American radio podcast show thing, whatever. Good morning, happy, wonderful, fantastic Sunday to you. I hope you're doing well, I hope you're healthy, I hope you're fine, I hope you're safe, I hope you've quarantined yourself. I hope everything's okay for you. Um, I, I really don't want to do any more shows about the coronavirus. I, I really don't, but there are plenty of other things I guess I could talk about. It's just... It's amazing how we have all this going on. People, uh, friends of ours have self-quarantined. My family has self-quarantined. We have family and people we care about in other states. My wife's uh, mother, father, brother, and sister. Three of which are in Michigan. One, I believe, is in Kansas City. And um, nobody's really taking this seriously. I'm, I'm worried about her, her parents mostly because they're older. And I, I'm worried about my family. I'm worried about my wife. She's uh, she got Crohn's disease, ulcer colitis, and um, a slightly compromised immune system. She gets sick more frequently than anybody else in the house. She dreads uh, when the kids go to school because it's like a peach tree dish, if you know what I mean. So we have a lot of concerns. I'm trying to tell my wife to tell her parents to get the fuck out of Michigan. But um, they're stubborn. Her sister is stubborn, her brother, I don't know what he's doing, but. Nobody's taking this, in my opinion, nobody's taking this, as far as her family's concerned, seriously. Or seriously enough, I should say. And therein lies the real issue, the real problem. Um, When I hear things about the President of the United States, or should I say the President of some of the states... It's uh, it's appalling. His dereliction of duty is appalling. His behavior during this crisis has been appalling. The things I've heard him say... The things that I know he has not done correctly, as far as I'm concerned, as far as that's my opinion anyways, is appalling. A friend of mine pointed out that what he said about this is the Democrats' new host, uh, hoax, sorry, hoax, really taking a sound bite, if you listen to the whole entire sentence worth of mularkey that comes out of his mouth, if you actually listen to the whole thing, 
this is their new hoax in reference to the coronavirus. Russia, 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 Russia. They've come at me and the impeachment hoax and going on and on. And he's like, and now we have the coronavirus. They're politicizing the coronavirus. This is their new hoax. But honesty speaks louder than his words. We know now that he disbanded the CDC reaction team that was in place for pandemics. We know now that he's known about this virus. We know now that he tried to play it down. We know now that this these weren't soothing words meant to calm a nation. These weren't soothing words to calm us. These were words of a man who was delinquent in his ability to handle this. I think he was more afraid of of this virus affecting the economy more than he was the people. If you want my honest opinion. There's some honesty for you. I think the man was more worried about losing... uh, votes in this upcoming election than he was Americans. I think he was more worried about his re-election than anything else. And I think he saw this virus as an attack against his future presidency, re-election, whatever you want to call it. I don't see him reacting to this as a leader concerned about his nation. I see this as it is. Him reacting to this as a man who is trying basically to save his own ass. Again, concerned about himself, not the people. Concerned about Donald Trump, his re-election, the economy, God knows what stocks him and his family own. Not the people. And that's why I'm angry. That's why I'm upset. Because there was so much he could have done. Prior to these numbers reaching the sky as they are. So much he could have accomplished. So many preemptive steps he could have taken. But he chose to do... Absolutely nothing until, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago. We shouldn't have had to got, we shouldn't have had to get to the point where he had to re, he had to enact special powers to get things done. We didn't have to get to the point where he had to call on car manufacturing companies to make respirators and ventilators. These are things he could have done in January With the very companies that produce these things. These are things he could have done in December when we knew about the virus outbreak in China. These are things he could have done, preemptive steps, precautionary steps he could have done two and a half months ago. But here we are, right now, facing this pandemic without the resources we really need counting on car manufacturers to produce them. And in the same breath, this this 
man that wants everybody to call him president and give him praise. In the same breath, he's, he's now offering to help other nations. Well, we can't even help the nation that we have. And I'm listening to this speech that he gave. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great gesture. It's, it's, it's a great set of words to come out of your mouth and say, well, now we can help other countries. Now we can, we can help other countries with ventilators and, and whatnot. And he brings up Boris nothing personal, but I really don't care about Boris right now. I, I really, I do care about the UK. I mean, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a, a cheese weenie. What I'm trying to say is, we need to accomplish helping this nation first before we start talking about helping other nations. It's a great gesture. Those are great words. But uh, can we accomplish the task here first? Then we could talk about helping Italy not that I'm saying we should put him on the sidelines. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even suggesting that. What I'm saying is, shouldn't we be helping America right now? Shouldn't we be accomplishing that task that's ahead of us that we have not accomplished yet? Before we start saying we're going to help other nations, and I'm not saying America first, or I'm not trying to you know use the isolationist slogan. What I'm trying to say is, we have a problem here. And yet you are talking about helping these other nations that we surely cannot help until we've helped ourselves. But these are the words of the president. Again, a great gesture, but totally meaningless and impotent because we're not accomplishing this task here in America. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. And your host, Jeff Kaufman. I'll be right back. Oops. Kind of weird. USA, angry, pissed off American radio, I'm back, Um, people would be a lot more careful. Like I wish the president was a lot more careful. But I mean this with all sincerity. I really think the way people are dealing with this, downplaying it, 
laughing about it, making jokes about it, isn't helping us get rid of it. It's only going to make things worse. And the more we socialize and the more we go out in public, and I understand people need to go grocery shopping, people need to get things they need. I understand that. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing that right now myself. But it's getting to a point where you really, at least I do, I, you really feel like people just aren't taking this seriously enough. They're, they're going to church. I just drove by a church. The whole parking lot is full. Why would you want to risk your life? I understand. Maybe you're religious. You believe in God. You don't think this virus can touch you. Well, I assure you, the virus isn't religious. Though you may see God in this. And I know some people do. And I, I can appreciate other people's views. And I, I, can, I can understand them. And... I don't think they're that far-fetched. I actually was listening to a guy the other day saying this is a mechanism of the coming of Christ. But I don't know if I, if I believe that. I don't know if I believe that this virus is God's wrath I don't believe that this is the second coming of Jesus. I would think that would be a lot more profound. But, here we are. And people are making that proclamation. And I can't deny it. You know, maybe this is God's way of calling his children home, is what somebody said to me. I would hope that this isn't God's way of calling his children home. I would hope this is just a virus. But I've heard two or three different I mean, someone said this is the way of God getting rid of the heathens, the homosexuals, those who do not believe in him. I've also heard that um, this is, like I said, the coming of Christ, the mechanism of the coming of Christ, God calling his children home. And then um, I heard a third thing, that this is just a pure, utter virus an infection, a disease. Well, we know what it is. I mean, but they have the belief that, yes, yeah, it's a virus, but everything is created by God. So, therefore, this virus is part of God's creation. I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. This is things I've heard, things I've read. Someone actually, had, we had a, a meeting not too long ago, and actually this was not that, but another part was part of 
the second coming of Christ was part of the discussion at work. Um, if it is, then so be it. If it's not, then it makes sense to me too. I mean, it's all up in the air if you're religious and you believe that this is the coming of, of Christ or this is God's way of calling his chickens home, whatever. Or this could be just a, a natural or man-made occurrence, one or the other. I'm not on the fence either way. I'm not proclaiming this to be uh, God's wrath or our second coming of the Lord or any of that. I, I, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying that's not what I think right now. What I think right now is this is a virus that escaped containment in China or is a naturally occurring virus that has mutated on its own naturally, which I find hard to believe. But those are those are my opinions. I mean, I, I, I firmly believe that this is not God's wrath. I think this is something much worse. Regardless how you believe, don't believe, religious choice about this virus is totally up to you. I'm, I'm not partial either way. But what I am is an American. And what I am is I'm upset and I'm angry. I know more could have been done. I know that we have a president who has failed the people of this nation. I know we have a president that I do not trust to lead this nation. And I know that his propagandist machines are running overtime, full throttle, ahead, spewing out misinformation, lies, and covering for this president. That's what I know. I know that in December 2019, China uncovered an infection of the coronavirus in their people and now it is here and it's in the hundreds of thousands and I know more could have been done if me an average everyday hardworking blue collar American average Joe type family man could have foreseen this and was keeping track of it since late December 2019 if I had the powers of the president, which I don't but if I had the powers of the president I think I would have been a little more prepared for this a little more I, I should say abundantly more extremely 
much more prepared for this. And I think anybody out there with a few scruples in their skull would have done a better job than this president. And unfortunately, I think everything that he's done thus far up until a week and a half ago was downplay it. And spread misinformation. And I think he is at fault for the dramatic uptick in infections and deaths in this country because he failed to act as a leader. He failed to act as a conscientious man of intelligence, of any fault. Form, substance, anything. He just failed. And I I lay all the blame squarely on his shoulders. I'm not blaming the governors. I'm blaming the president. I'm blaming the president because his duty is to protect the people of this nation. He's not a governor, he's the president. And for him to proclaim that he takes no responsibility at all tells you everything you need to know about this president. See, look, even though he did nothing, even though he failed, even though he's he's just screwed up left and right, the very fact that he's willing to say, I take no responsibility whatsoever for this, tells you what kind of man he is. It tells you that he had no ability whatsoever to lead this nation from the very get-go. Because if he did, he would have taken responsibility for it. Even if he had done nothing wrong at all. Every day he's taking the opportunity, instead of doing good for this nation... He's having his little campaign rallies on national TV disguised as the CDC task force presentation, whatever you want to call it. And yesterday I was so appalled and disgusted and just pissed the fuck off about him standing in front of that ship. The ship he was sending to New York Harbor. The Navy vessel hospital ship. Was it Hope? I think was the name of it. Here's the problem I had with it. This is why I'm angry. Instead of just letting that ship set sail, instead of just loading it up, turning it on, getting the engines running and going, he wants to hold it up so he can stand in front of it, in front of a podium, mumble the same bullshit, from a pile of papers on a podium and then turn around for a photo op of him sending off the ship. Is that what you do as president? Get a photo op? And he turns around with his back to the camera and just, let's watch the ship set sail there, buddy. Let's just watch the ship. 
The ship should have already been set sail. Why? Why up? Why fucking hold it at anchor at port for a photo shoot for your fucking goddamn bullshit presidency? You, you could have just set sail without you doing all that. What was the fucking point of that? All it did was hold up valuable time. But there it goes. That's the president. More worried about himself than that ship actually getting set free to carry out its mission. More worried about his opportunity to stand in front of some cameras for a measly few moments. Read from a pile of regurgitated bullshit of paper. We've gone further than any other country has gone before. He took the opportunity to make himself look good instead of just letting the fucking ship set sail. Is anybody else on the same page with me here? It'd be like, uh, you know, there being a fire somewhere. And the fire captain wants to get his picture taken with a new fire truck before it goes to right fight the fire. Hold on, guys. I know you're heading out to st- the, the battle of fire here, but I want to take a picture in front of the new fire truck real quick. Actually, let me make a speech. Let me stand here for a few moments. I'm your fire chief, and I happily present you this fire truck. I, yeah, I know, I know there's a building on fire, Fred. I don't care. I want my picture taken with the fire truck first. Hold on. I bought this fire truck, hoping to be able to put out fires with it and serve the community. Fred, I know. I know it's a three-story building that's on fire, but I want my fucking picture taken first. I'm being elected. I'm, I'm running for an election, a re-election. Fred, just, just shut up over there. Let me finish talking. It's a beautiful red truck. It's got ladders and hoses. It's a beautiful fire truck. Beautiful. I want everybody to see me standing here, and I want to present to you fire truck number 33, and it's heading out to start a, put out a fire, but uh, before it goes, I, I just, you know, want to remind everybody how great of a job I'm doing as your fire chief. I want to remind everybody that I can talk and read from a pile of papers on a podium before I let the fire truck go and fight a fire. I want everybody to know that I'm a complete, utter fucking moron, and I'm holding up this fire truck before letting it go fight a fire because my re-election is much more important than the duty of this fire truck. So I'm going to stand here in front of this fire truck and continue to mumble and jumble and go on and bullshit and fucking moan and complain and go on and on and on and talk about bullshit that nobody really is not going to help anybody or do anything for anybody, nothing at all. And I'm going to stand in front of this fire truck for... Just a few more moments, and then, as it's setting uh, out to go fight its first fire, I'm uh, I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to watch it drive away. This is the logic of the fucking president of the United States. Essentially, that ship, that Navy vessel that was... Setting sail for New York was being held up by a moron. 
who has no conscientious thought in his fucking brain that he was taking a valuable time for a photo op. That everything is just peachy keen okay for him to do that. Because he's the President of the United States. He has all the power in the world to be able to have a photo op whenever he chooses. Even if it means holding up a vessel. I know it may... Well, who knows how many hours it actually took for all that to play out. Who knows when it could have set sail before his fucking speech. Could have been an extra four, five, six hours. It could have been heading towards its destination, but no. It had to be held at port so douchebag could get a photo op. And stand before you and mumble the same mumble bumble fucking bum, bullshit, fucking bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That doesn't mean anything or carry any weight. All for a photo op. Because his re-election is more important than the lives of the people in New York City. Not that I think it would do much distance. I mean, difference. Considering the distance. But holding up a vessel of that magnitude... For how many fucking hours just to get your fucking goddamn face on national TV is a fucking disgrace and total dereliction of duty. But I'm, you know, I'm a Democrat. You know, I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to agree with anything he does. I'm supposed to hate him. I'm supposed to, you know, this is what the right thinks. I'm just a, you know, an asshole and I'm a Democrat. So therefore I'm hating on the president for no reason. I have, I have no reason whatsoever to be this angry towards the president. I have no reason whatsoever. I'm just doing this because I'm a Democrat. I'm just doing this because I can, because I'm a Democrat. I'm doing this because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm sick and tired of seeing this buffoon pretending to be something he's not, and that's pretending to be a president, pretending to be a leader, pretending to be a good man. Anyways, look, it's Sunday. This is probably the safest way for you to congregate right now. This is pretty safe, actually. (laughs) As far as we know, the coronavirus cannot affect you, infect you whatsoever through airwaves. So, or radio waves, so you're safe. I'm heading home. I'm almost there. I'm getting ready to pull in the driveway here in just a few minutes. But I just want to say that. I wanted to say that. I wanted to get that off my chest. If you like my show, please share it. Please just share it. Social media works wonders for my show. Maybe I'll get some listeners. I only have eight. I had nine. Someone dropped out, apparently, because my show sucks so bad. Listen, I love America. I love everything about America. I say this all the time, and I want everybody to understand. I'm a Democrat, but I'm not a liberal. I love this country. I love everything about this country, and I stand with you in defiance of tyranny and stupidity. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed-off American podcast radio. Your host, Jeff Kaufman, hoping that you have a beautiful, wonderful Sunday before your Monday. I'll try to put out another show tomorrow. Like I try to do every day, and some days I actually forget. Some days I'm just like, you know, I really don't feel like doing this today.
hope you all have a great day. I hope everybody stays safe. Practice good hygiene. Wash your hands. If you have to go out, wear gloves. Wear a mask. Don't take any chances. It's not fucking worth it. God bless America. Hua. Hi, what are you doing? <coughs> are you not talking? There's stuff in the back seat. Okay, this side? Yeah. Come here, you help mommy hold this stuff, okay? Can you carry something? Yay. Okay, yay. Here you are. Here, this one's heavy. You carry the heavy one, because you're a big girl. Here, like this, like this, like this. Put your hands through there. Yeah, like this. There you go. There you go. Carry it like that. Hold it. Where's all this bird shit coming? It's all over our car. I don't know. It's not. I don't drive the car. Are they shitting from up there? No, it's when you're parked at work. You think so? Oh, the power line. You're right. Dingus. <laughs> you're crazy. No. You're carrying this heavy thing. She's a tough little cookie. What do you want for two years old? She's a Kaufman. You're strong. You're not like your mommy with that. She's a Kaufman. Ew. She's, she's going to be strong and mm-hmm. powerful and intelligent. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to smack you in the head. Gorgeous. She's going to be gorgeous because of me. <laughs> <laughs> not you. Hey, can I have a kiss? Yeah. I'm recording, by the way. Just so you know. Hey, say it with me. What? This is Danger Close USA. This is Danger Close USA. Thank Angry, you. Angry American Podcast Radio. Angry American Podcast Radio. And my husband is a hunk. My husband is a hunk. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I love you too.